Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Suicide Squad by each individual minute. My name's Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Scott Corelli. You can find me on social media at Scott Corelli. And you can listen to my podcast at DuelingGenre.com. And there's a bunch of them. You guys got your work uh, put out for you. Today, we are talking about minute number 17 of Suicide Squad. And the minute is going to start out with uh, Amanda Waller sort of describing El Diablo's prison time. That's she's what I wrote in, She's in love with this metahuman. Yeah, she's just, you know, jaws to the ground, socks are off. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> he blew her socks I off. Couldn't even, yeah, the, I couldn't even hold that one together. The socks have been rocked off. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I didn't see that was good. Both you guys, good on you. I did not know where I was going with that, and you guys finished it. <laughs> That's how comedy writing works. You fail, uh-huh. I make it better. And you pick it up. It's like yeah. a layup. Sports. That's um, how comedians make great TV shows because they know what has bombed in their life, uh-huh. and then they just make it better. All right, good. We got it, guys. Turn it off. So pack it up. Let's go home. Um, so yeah, Amanda Waller is uh, starting of this minute. She's describing El Diablo's prison time. The minute's gonna end. Um, I believe we are back in Belrev um, with uh, Griggs and company attempting to feed a new character that is going to be introduced, and that is the one and only Killer Croc. One is of it? my favorite Batman villains. That's good. Scott? Is it Belrev or Belreve? I, tomato, tomato? Okay. I've always pronounced it Belreve, um, but okay, that's interesting. I don't know. Right. Where, 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 do you, where do you originate from, Scott? Uh, where do I originate? I'm from all over, so I have a mishmash accent yeah. of a lot of things. And, but and, yeah. but I, I, I've always heard Bell Reeve on like Batman the Animated Series and stuff. Maybe. Um, I feel like I'm listening to Bell Rev as a Louisiana person saying it. Oh. Wait a minute. In Batman animated stuff, they say Bell Reeve? I'm pretty yeah, sure. There's a, yeah. and, the, the, and then Justice League, there's a Task Force X episode as well, and I'm yeah. pretty sure they start in Bell Reeve Rev. Yeah. Rev Reeve. Yeah. This is like some Berenstein thing. What I thought it was I thought it was about? like this like Man- Bell Rev. Mandela effect. What? Yeah, you get sent to Bell Rev. Bell Rev. That's what they say in Young Justice, right? Like you're like Did all the f- all the ice metahumans are in Bell oh, Rev. Yeah, they had that one episode with Junior and Do they even say Bell Rev in this movie? I don't know. I don't know. This is, I only this saw this movie once. I don't remember anything they say. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I've never heard Bell Reeve before. I thought you were. I thought you were gonna like correct us. Like uh, it's pronounced Bell Reeve, as in like I would have taken the correction. I'm fine. Yeah, with that, and then he was like, "No, I just everyone says Bell Reeve." I'm like, "Well, who says Bell Reeve?" <laughs> yeah, I'm I just, don't know. Like, that's all. That's such the an only version I've ever heard. <laughs> have you ever heard? Anyone say Bell Rev before? No, that's literally the first time I've ever heard anyone this pronounce it. This is blowing my Rev. mind. Is there an E at the end of it? R E V E? It's R E V E. Like yeah. Christmas Eve, but Christmas Reeve. So yeah. that's the Suicide Squad Christmas special. I, I'm, I see, I say it with a Bayou accent. With a Bayou with accent. With a Bayou accent. Bell Rev. <laughs> <laughs> I think this and is the, like a I think this is like a Louisville 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 thing <laughs> maybe like I everyone so. outside yeah. everyone outside of Kentucky calls it Louisville and then everyone in Kentucky no it's Louisville yeah yeah I don't maybe I, it's that I, kind of thing I it's one thing I said that we want to talk I want to talk more about Keith Griggs and that is 
one of my notes here. So uh, when we get to that, I'll, we'll come back to this yeah, re- let's, re-rail let's, uh, accent. Let's wrap up on Diablo here. We're, we're shown uh, footage of you know him pretty much sentencing himself to a higher security prison, which is Bell redacted. <laughs> um, but like, so the the footage here is him literally torching about 20 people i um i hate this video i hate yeah, oh it yeah me too oh my okay, god good. do i hate this video. okay good because she literally says he got jumped and incinerated 20 people there's literally no one around him he's completely <laughs> alone everyone is fighting each other around him and it looks like he's trying to break up the fight by burning them all alive mm-hmm. it's it doesn't it doesn't match what she's saying at all like in any way whatsoever he really does just go into the middle of the scrap. It's like, all right, guys, cut it out. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what it is. And, oh, man, the, the, the CGI or whatever you want to call it, the animation to it, I'm, I don't believe it. No. The angle itself is weird. It's like a top-down almost, but at the same time, when it's, it's zoomed in on Diablo, he's not oriented in a top-down fashion. It looks like they just... He's, it looks green screen. It looks all green screen. But yeah. I don't know if this was a real dirt yard with real people. And they just had him. I don't know. It super green screen heavy. Yeah. yeah it, every time. It, there is something weird about it. and I. But what's weird is I feel like it might be accurate to like how fire is generated. Like in some, On video? Well, I don't know. I can't say because it's it's a metahuman doing this, but I'm thinking like the oxygen around the area just sort of like uh, like sparks up and it's everything just catches on fire and he controls like how much oxygen is going to get ignited, kind of like you know like a gas explosion. So part of me is like I can't judge the CGI, but then at the same time it's like why is he by himself yeah. and why is everyone fighting each mm-hmm. other? The the CGI I can I can. If the story is there, if the narrative is working, I can I can roll my way through yeah. bad CGI. Sure, uh, it's it's the fact that it's it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't connect with what she's saying. Literally, what he's doing is completely different from what she's saying he's doing. And maybe mm-hmm. and maybe I'm sure that someone on your group is going to be like, well, she's Amanda Waller, so she's d- lying because she lies yeah, about everything. I thought about and, that, and like maybe that's true. But I if that's the fact, like it just doesn't. Um, I, I don't know. It's taking, it, yeah, it's taking for granted the fact that no one, most people watching this, know anything about Amanda Waller. You know, so they don't know mm-hmm. that she's a liar yet. Um, and so this moment doesn't quite play, I think, the way that it maybe is intended. If that's what it's intended to be doing, this isn't the only time the fire, like CGI fire, is involved in this movie, though. Uh, no, even he, from Diablo later on in the movie, when it's like his big moment. You know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about? That one. That is incredible. That's amazing. It look it doesn't look anything like this stupid little security cam footage. Maybe maybe uh, they didn't. Um, maybe the CG department uh, was sort of lax on the CG in this because they thought that it would they would it would be covered up with the poor video quality of the of the security maybe? cam footage, and so they just didn't go full bore on the CG because they were just like, well, it'll be fine, um, and then it. They sh- it's not so fine. <laughs> I don't know. They should have uh, camera angle. What they should have done is they were they should have like the security should have goaded him into like torching some people, and he was like, "Nah, I won't do it." So then, yeah. So then they just like 
KGB's like, like flamethrower a bunch of people and then they blame it on him. They're like, and he's like, I didn't do that. Or even like, like pushing him to like mm-hmm. get over that level where it's like you see him in a corner like, oh, I'm not going to fight, not going to fight. And he's like, all right, get off of me. And then. Yeah. And then they're like, max security prison. Yeah, right. exactly. Like they should have like, there should have been something that punches in the lie then i would have been yeah i would have believed it if it showed more about like uh security like abusing diablo in this yard um for no reason and him just getting set off and then Mm -hmm. i would believe like you know oh yeah he torched 20 guys but if it was in reality just you know a couple guards that were just being Mm a-holes i'd believe Mm -hmm. that lie yeah but right up or even or even if it was two guards and then he he blew them off but as a result of that, he injured, you know, 18 other people who had nothing to do with it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That, that if, too, would be... That would, that would also go into, like, his guilt thing that he has going on in this movie. The Catholic guilt thing that mm-hmm. he has. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. That's one of the main parts about him. Like, there was no... Self-defense. Antagonizing the character at all. Yeah. No. Like, not And at also, all. just cinematically, it's just such a boring shot. Like, really? Just a prison yard? What, did you go shoot that in Ayer's backyard <laughs> one day? Like, like it's it's just so boring. Like, I, you know, have it happen in, like, a, in, like, the, I don't know, like, the jail showers or something. Like, just something more visually interesting than a yard. <laughs> yeah. It's a jail it's, hallway. Anything yeah. could have cool effect a hallway or inside of a building all that flame and then fire extinguishers go out blocking out the cameras instead of it having just like static out or whatever Mm -hmm. there should have been like there's such an easy fix for this (laughs) shot and it would have been two security guards not 20 inmates but two security guards they're just beating him yeah just messing with him they're just police brutality and in self-defense he accidentally turns one of them into ash oh my god and it's like you're done kid yeah, well, just imagine Imagine if, like, say what happens actually, ha- like, what she says happened. Like, he got jumped and whatever. Maybe he didn't want to join a gang and they jumped him, whatever. Uh, and so you're in a prison in, inside and you're in, like, the, the gen- general population area and mm-hmm. they jump him and he starts getting beat up and then you just see the sort of explosion of, of fire and it, it engulfs the camera and then the sprinklers go on and then you you see like it clears up the thing clears up and then he's the only person left standing beautiful that would be love so it. much more visually cool right? than this crap <laughs> the sprink the sprinkler cut is cool i like that's a yeah i like that um it's God, he's, Can you imagine the extra call out sheet that's like we need a bunch of dudes to just rough each other up they like play like yeah. Play some forty one. All right, guys, start pushing each other. That's it really, it literally just looks like they're all playing Twister, and he's just like, guys, yeah. I just don't want to play Twister. I just really. <laughs> this we is all it's stop literally playing Twister. It's or a he's mosh the one pit. calling out the moves. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right hand yeah. on red. <laughs> they're playing Red Rover. El Diablo <laughs> Twister. Oh man. Um, yeah, there's just something. That... It's like a music festival at a mosh pit, and only three people are moshing, and no one really wants to mosh. One Bring guy's taking a nap pit? over there. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's it's weird. I think the yeah. There's a, there's a lot of things I question about. They're all wearing different clothes. You think they all wear the same outfit? Yeah. I don't know how. You got me, man. Yeah, you I got me. Uh, 1938. That number shows up again. Um. If I went back and looked at week one's minutes, I bet those numbers are verbatim the same. Um, that little, the oh. the camera code 
down there. 1938 was in that other minute we talked about in week one. It shows up again here. Which was uh, Ostrander's suicide squad? I think it was just... Uh, or was that just the uh, tech, tax force X? Mm, yeah, I guess it was just DC Comics 1938. Listen yeah. back to minute number yeah. two of Suicide Squad. Anyways, um, 1938 shows up again, um, and yeah, the codes show up again. I'm just looking at that footage again. So now we get to talk about one of Batman's uh, most memorable villains. He's he's up in there, right? I mean, I personally, I I really like Killer Croc as a character. I think he's. I think he is what they wanted him to be in this movie, which is kind of like he's plagued with what he has. And so um, he kind of has to deal with it. Yeah. Um, And I, and I like that about it. I love that. I love the casting. I love the makeup. I don't want to get too much into talking about the, it won some awards or something. Yeah. It might've won an award, but regardless of that, I think his design is really cool. Even his costume design is really great. Um, in the concept art, he is wearing like alligator like jeans as well. And I feel like that was, I'm so glad they didn't go that far because I'm like, if you look like a crocodile, why would you be wearing alligator like like pants and an alligator jacket, alligator shoes? Like we get it. He's an alligator wrestler. So maybe those are the gators that he wrestled. And he just wears he skinned them. him. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. Craven I don't stuff. know about that. But it's like <laughs> cool. You, you, you look great. You look great, kid. I love the teeth. I love that you are a human plagued with a disease. And I like that we're going that route. Um, I thought he was going to be bigger in yeah. the shoulders, mainly in the shoulders. You think he'd be like like a like a Dave Bautista kind of triangle? Bautista. Dave Bautista. Dave. Bout- uh-huh. There's a joke there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, uh, Killer Croc's great in this movie. Uh, like you said, the acting it was phenomenal. Um, I'm curious if uh, if there's anything that maybe we can pull up on how the character uh, fared with all the makeup on. I'm I'm curious as that makeup process. They say he mm. he he spent a lot of time away from the rest of the cast. Yeah. To kind of build to get that up seclusion, yeah, to build up the seclusion, the the isolated, you know, menta- mentality and all that. Um, I love his, I love his method of movement. You know, like there's more than just the makeup and the he's clothing acting, and he's acting all but reptilian. he's yeah, he's like everything he does is like, you know, like I'm an animal, like I'm just like this caged thing. I have like no sense of like you know, structure in society, like I. He's he's really good at this portrayal of Killer Croc, and I really I really just love this character. I want to see more of him, and you know I don't care if it's you know another Suicide Squad film or if you know he wants to make a cameo somewhere. But I mean it would be a lot of makeup, so they probably just want to put him in a movie completely. But like yeah, this character was one of those characters I was like, yeah, I I like this guy. He can uh, you know, I want to see more of him. And um his, you know, as we progress into this movie, like his lines that he's given to say like his kind of quips um at the end of of certain scenes, it's like, yeah, dude, that was funny. I like this guy. You know, there's something cr- I don't I don't want to say charismatic cuz he's not supposed to be, 
but you you tend to be like, yeah, he's cool. I like him. That's I think good. maybe that's a touch of charm. Yeah, he's charming. charming. He's but like a, for Killer Croc. Yeah, they, I think in the book it says he's like a gentle giant. I don't think it's like that much so in the film. Like mm-hmm. I don't think he's, but I, I get the idea and I I believe it. All right. Yeah. Um, I mean, not to not to go the complete opposite route, but I I, I don't like this at all. <laughs> that, that is why you are invited on the show. So please. <laughs> Do not agree with us. You don't um, have to. I want to hear it. <laughs> I don't. I don't like him because I can't picture Batman fighting him. Um, I, I don't. That, there's something about that that I don't like. Like I can't picture Batman in the sewer fighting this guy. Like it just doesn't. He doesn't feel like Killer Croc to me. And like there's always been this problem with Killer Croc just in general as a character, where sometimes he's treated as a guy with a skin problem that everyone just calls him Croc the way everyone calls Penguin the Penguin, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. where they're kind of just making fun of him. Uh, And then there's the version of Killer Croc where he's like literally like a crocodile human hybrid thing, mutant thing. Um, and this feels like they couldn't decide between which one, and it doesn't make any sense. Um, like, they're making him stay in a sewer. They're saying that he eats people, but then they're also saying he has a skin disease. Like, I, it doesn't make any sense. Um, I Like, pick one. Go, go pick, pick one. Pick one or the other. Either he's a mutant or he's just a dude with a skin disease that hates everyone because they made fun of him his whole life and became tough like that. I mean, that's the animated series take on the character. And I've always liked that, but I also like the mutant version as well. Like in the Arkham Mm -hmm. games, either one of those is fine. My problem with this take is that, excuse me. My problem with this take is that he's both like they're trying to have their cake and eat it. And it doesn't, the, the the two things you can't have both things you 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 just can't it doesn't make any sense like she even says um waller says Ev- evolution skipped this guy or whatever it is that she says mm-hmm. um and that doesn't make any sense guys we evolved from from ape <laughs> creatures not lizards what are you talking about oh we have some conspiracies <clears throat> about that um <laughs> i get what you're saying i do agree with you scott mm-hmm. and it's like it seems like there were two avenues there and they did yeah. kind of split the middle. It it does. I get those feels, but the one thing that I feel like it was supposed to, sorry, it was supposed to sway that was just Amanda's three lines that she says at the very end of his thing. It's like, he treated like a monster. He, you know, they, yeah. they treat him like a monster. He accepted it. Yada, yada, yada. I feel like that dialogue is supposed to weigh so much on Croc. Mm-hmm. But it gets lost. Yeah. I mean, like, we know as fans, because we read into this and all the interviews and stuff, he did seclude himself from the cast uh, in real life to create that level of solitude that Killer Croc mm-hmm. should have. So, yeah, you're doing it right there, guys. Like, he is, he could be this guy with just some weird skin that just likes to be alone because people made fun of him. I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then. And all the cannibalistic like, stuff is yeah. that they're all lies that yeah. they, that they just came up with and are like. Oh yeah, obviously he's a cannibal. Look at him, right? Yeah, that would yes. be. That, I would be totally fine with all of that. But there, there are certain things about about the makeup, mm-hmm. specifically his teeth, and uh, and the way that they talk about him, 
it just doesn't it doesn't quite align it's like almost there but you needed to go that extra step of saying that these people are making this stuff up yeah it's it almost feels like they like this was a kid with bad skin and he just got teased so much as a kid that he you know mm-hmm. went into some spiraling hardcore depression and was like oh i guess i'm just going to become this monster yeah, I, um, the, the, uh, which I like. Um, I like that. Go for it. But you mm-hmm. you can't give him those teeth then because those teeth t- say mutant to me. Yeah, um, you need to you need and you need to have a scene where Croc is like all those things they say about me aren't true. You know, like I I don't eat people. I like I like I eat chicken. Like I just <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm just vegan. A, I'm just a man. Everybody yeah I'm vegan even better. <laughs> But yeah, I, I mean, you know, like you need a scene like that, and this this movie doesn't breathe long enough to give us a scene like that, and so we are just left to our own devices to figure out what this character is. And again, that's not how you make a movie. Like that's just not. Yeah. To it's a to to make it work, to make it so that we hate the the society that has made him this way. Mm-hmm. Um, in the, in the in the kind of origin that's written in the book, you know, obviously he like lived with his his aunt, and they say like his aunt was really mean to him and tried to like wash the scales off of him. Which I feel like that's a good thing an aunt would do is like wash the scales off you or whatever, like try to help you out. But like society has the medicine and technology to help with a skin disease, and so my idea would be that you know they capture him. And they say, no, we want you to be a monster. So they like, they start experimenting. They do, like, Weapon X-type stuff on him, and they make him more of a monster. They push it mm. instead of pushing him more to humanity. And then that way he says, you know, like, I've kind of been on, like, the you know on the run. I've just been, like, this outcast. Like, I couldn't even live in Gotham. Like, they, they just treated me like a freak. Even the Batman said, you know, kind of thought there was no hope for me. And then, like, Amanda Waller's like, no, I want you to be the giant crocodile from the Arkham games. Like, that's what I want you to be. And so, like, they mm-hmm. they make him the monster because they want him to be. Like, they give I, you... I would love teeth. that. Yeah. 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 I, I, like would, I would love that, but I need that in the movie, and it's not there. <laughs> You're right. And so, like, that, that monster killer croc, I feel... Jeez, man, I am all over the place with hitting this mic. I feel like the monster killer croc um, has... And, Amphibious abilities, mm-hmm. if that's the correct terminology. Like, he can stay underwater for a long time. Cool, awesome. I In Arkham, his cell was underwater. I think it only had, like, a little up part where, like, someone could stand or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, does, does this guy have those abilities? Can he breathe underwater for an extended amount of time? I think there is an underwater scene with him later there on is. in this movie. Um, uh, like, I don't... Does he... Does, does this croc possess those abilities because uh, see now I'm just stuck on like the difference between mutant monster killer croc and humanoid killer croc yeah humanoid and that's the problem with this that's the problem with this take on the character I think is that it doesn't it's it's too much in between they live they leave too much I'm all about leaving things to your imagination but you have to choose the right things and I don't think they did that with him yeah it's like he's it says, born with a form of atavism that gave him reptilian traits. Um, so he would literally be a, a lizard person, and he would have, like, the lizard-type abilities, like the Spider-Man villain. Um, so, yeah, they're, like, his his disease is that of a reptilian disease. Like, he 
it's not like so much like he's got a like vitamin A deficiency, like he or a gene mutation, I guess. Like he he is like an X Men mutant. That's what he is. Oh, so it is a gene mutation. So it is well, F- evolution skipped a step. <laughs> I don't or God. progressed a step. I don't. I know. think it would be progression. Well, progression. But going That's back what to what, what Mark was suggesting about Amanda Waller sort of experimenting on him, like imagine if um, if I mean not that this movie needs any more characters, but imagine <laughs> if if like Kirk Langstrom mm-hmm. was the one doing the experiments on him, like great he was Sold. forced he was forced to work under amanda because of being the man bat or whatever and she's the only one who knows that that's that he was like she's like i've got this guy with a skin disease i want you to turn him into a crocodile (laughs) like yeah that that would be so cool and like you have like kirk langstrom no one would have known that he was in the movie playing kirk langstrom like that would have been cool i don't know even in the in the dossier like just include like a note by the doctor Mm -hmm. langstrom or something like that yeah I think that's one of the cool things that Wonder Woman introduced was that Dr. Maru like lives and like escapes and it's like she's like this evil scientist who created poisons and stuff. And it's in like the past too. Yeah, in that's the past. The cool and it's like it, you know, here in the future it's like we have a lot of villains that use, you know, fear gases and stuff and it's like it could stem from the research that they did in World War One mm-hmm. with Doctor Maru and it's like thank you for planting that seed because then that gives an excuse for us to do anything in the present time. And it's like, that's, yeah, we should, we should really be doing that more often. I, you know, it's, it's like adding what they did in justice league. They added Clayface, the guy that plays the, before he's Clayface in the precinct. Like that's, that's cool. That character exists. In in justice league, one of the guys is talking to Gordon. Um, I can't remember his name. He's, he's Clayface pre Clayface. Yeah. Not, not actor Clayface. Um, I can't remember his name, I but that's cool. Like I they added it was just an actor. No, no, no. He's he, he's casted as whatever that comic book character's name is. Mm. Correct me, people on the internet. Um, but yeah. yeah, like that's that's cool. If even you could have had someone behind a desk playing with some test tubes and vials, and that's Doctor Langstrom. Like, yeah, great, sold, got it. In the in the minute here, it you know the, we get to see Keith Griggs doing like his. His usual pestering of the inmates here at Bell Redacted. Um, but, like, so we're going <laughs> to feed Killer Croc, or as he calls him, he says, Yo, KC, which I like that. I, you know, I really, I really, really like that. Um, and I do believe this is David Ayer, right? Who's kind of asking about C- it, C10. It looks like him, but I may be wrong. I don't know. You got a computer? Hmm. Yeah, let me type this in. I want to talk about Keith Gregg's for a minute. I want to talk about Ike Barinholtz. I'm a fan of him as a comedian, you know, Matt TV and everything like that. Uh, I think I talked about it on past episodes and whatnot. I like him. But in this role, it seems, it just seems like Ike Barinholtz with a southern accent. Doesn't he have mm. a southern accent? No, he's like some guy from New York or something like that. Or Canada. <laughs> Canada. Um, I think any time I've seen Ike Barinholtz, I was like, I just, I thought he has an accent naturally. No, he was, what's he in, was he in, he was in the Mindy Project, like a lot. Um, I never saw it. I didn't really watch it that much either, but he was in it. I don't <laughs> think he had an accent. I don't know. I, I like him. It's fine. But there's some things where it's just like, mm-hmm. man, you're just, like, you just went ham on this role yeah and nobody asked you to do that he takes me out of it to be honest like i, yeah, I think this role would be better suited with like a like a dean norris 
type playing it. Um, okay. Yeah. Dean Norris, he played Hank on Breaking Bad. Yeah. 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 Um, um, right, or like, or like Chickless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, Chickless, he needs to stay away from superhero anything. Cause he uh, you might be right on that one. Yeah. <laughs> when... <laughs> When I uh, later on, he'll show up in uh, casino scene. I thought he was Mark Wahlberg for for the whole movie. I was like, "Who's this guy? He looks like..." And I I for I kept thinking, "Is this Mark Wahlberg? Who Ike? Yes, yeah. I'm just the imagining whole time. Wahlberg, Mark, Marky Mark being like, it's like some kind of Suicide Squad. <laughs> yes." Why wasn't he in the movie? It just been, for that line. Just, just make, for the oh, it's like some kind of Suicide Squad you got. Yeah. <laughs> what is that Transformer? Oh my god! I just the whole time I was like, "Why does this guy look like Mark Wahlberg?" I know it's not him, but it looks like him. I didn't know Mike. Scott was right. He takes me out of it. Mm -hmm. He yeah. He um. Sometimes it's a it's it's a dial it back a bit, my man. Mm -hmm. But you know, but this part seems okay. Like is this is him? This is them trying to. Feed uh, Casey, treat him like a treat him like a monster and and whatnot. And I do like the the kind of the title cards are sometimes weird, but this one seems kind of cool. The way that the neon traces over Killer Croc, kind of like scans yeah. him, and then you kind of get like the red eyes that show through. Like that one seemed pretty good. I kind of like the design on that one. Um, I I have a question about vulcanized rubber. Oh yeah! Oh yes! Because um, he taps that thing, and I mean that's obviously like plastic or wood, and then he says it's vulcanized rubber, and I'm like, is that what vulcanized rubber sounds like? Because I don't think it does. I don't think it has a tap sound. I don't even know what vulcanized mean. Like I, that was the first time I heard of that. Well, like, vulcanized what? rubber is like your tires, right? Your tires are vulcanized rubber. Yeah, isn't it like you can they can like that that rubber can withstand a certain amount of heat before yeah. melting? Right. I think so. Yeah. It's vulcanized means. Pre, hot, <laughs> or like, or like heat treated or something like that. Is it? Right? Yeah, right? yeah, You're something like the that. Wrong yeah. guy. It's no. heat treatment. Th- yeah, I think that's right. So, like, why is, does it tap like it's hard? Like it's it's like a Halloween prop. Yeah, <laughs> it taps like it's plastic or wood, not like it's rubber. <laughs> like it's... It would have been a lot funnier if he just like like motioned for the guy to give him his hands. He just popped it off and then he handed it to. T mm-hmm. or C one whatever C ten and just like here look at this is mm-hmm. this a fake hand and so it's vulcanized yeah vulcanized uh, like that hardened rubber by treating it with sulfur at a high temperature mm. yeah but the the tapping was weird I think you know it would have been funnier just like hand them it's like just nonchalantly oh here yeah look at my hand look how fake it is like yeah. I don't know if it's, you have just something that's just straight up vulcanized rubber with like no you know air in it like a tire get it <laughs> yeah. director. Would <laughs> God, would it would it make that that tapping noise? Uh, I don't. Uh. It's not hollow. Why do you have a, a a fake hand that doesn't work? You work at a place where you need to. Yeah, and like that hand, I think was his trigger finger. So uh, that's not happening, buddy. <laughs> oh, the way he was holding his gun, I'm pretty sure his hand was that hand should be on the trigger. Like you would need like the at least the prosthetic like hook, right? Like. Just have that. Switch hands. I don't know. Switch just, hands. I mean, cut cut your losses and just take the sabbatical. Even if it, like, okay, so yeah, maybe it's vulcanized rubber, but like, what are you gonna do with it? You can't <laughs> do anything. It doesn't even move. Right. It's like uh, what's it's just for looks. Ha- I think you know, like ha- um, uh, what was the what's the golfer's name in Happy Gilmore? 
He got his, uh, he got yeah. a, another character whose hand was bitten off by a crocodile. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chubbs, that was his name. Yeah, Chubbs. It, Chubbs. Yeah. Uh, Give it a little tappy. Yeah. Um, I just, <laughs> just tap like, it in. We, they, yeah, I don't know. Like, you work in a place like this, I'm sure they would have paid for you to have, like, some sort of a biometric like an Ajax hand. hand or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. The, the hand from... Uh, what is the Chris Farley movie where he's uh, him and David Spade? He's got uh, like the Tommy fake Boy. Yeah, Tommy he's Boy talking he's, in the fan. He's yeah. got the fake robot hand. That's for that's what it should have been. Um, but yeah, no, like it's 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 just a weird it's a weird thing, and be, you know, like I know as for like as you know this movie, it's like it's you know oh it's a vulcanized rubber, it's a fake hand, it's a joke. I get it, but like for us, we're doing this minute by minute, so we gotta we gotta talk about this hand thing, and it just seems like why did he get that hand? Like, why were, they must have just been like, well, he needs something. So just What's the point of even vulcanizing the hand? Like, what is he handshaking Diablo on a daily basis? Like, what is the point in making that vulcanize? Like, they could have given him a wooden hand, right? Yeah. I, I feel like they just say, they're just saying vulcanized rubber because it's funny. Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah. Like, it's just, it's I'm, just a funny, it's like a funny, <laughs> like, like, why, like, it's just a vulcanized rubber. Like, it's just, I don't know. I almost wonder if that wasn't written and that was something that was, again, improv, another improv. Thing. Oh. I, like, maybe hey, he said hey. something different every time they did a take. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm, I'm good with that. And they laugh because they're yeah. like, vulcanized rubber. I, I agree. I agree. It's funny. It was a comedy moment, comedy moment, comedic is, yeah, moment. It's um, yeah. it, it's, it's funny. Again, doing this minute by minute. You gotta pick it apart. <laughs> now I just want to see like the reel of every take of that hand bit, and yeah, just, mm-hmm. and just see. And that that's probably we're maybe maybe Ike does deserve more credit. Maybe he. Oh, I think he does. Maybe he ad libbed a lot of lines that you know because there, there's in the very beginning, the very first minute, he has to dis- he has to tell Will Smith what like he's eating for dinner and what's in this supposed loaf, and he just starts. He just says he says like. Pisketti and stuff. Yeah, maybe the air cut has l- <laughs> less comedy all over Release and the more. Keith <laughs> cut. Well, maybe and- Keith Griggs is the is the comedic relief in this movie, and it's only him. Like they added the comedy bits after Deadpool or whatever yeah, you want to call it. Was still in there. Maybe it was just toned down more, and Ike was like, maybe that was the hey, you gotta you gotta overact this comedy. You gotta. Yeah, go. I I think it was. Uh, I think the comedy was still there, but it was paced out more. Uh, just paced out better, you know. Yeah. Like it, they, it wasn't a, it wasn't a comedy. It was a, you know, an action adventure movie with comedic bits in it. Um, whereas now they're just like, well, let's t- cut out all that air and just have joke, joke, mm-hmm. joke, 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 and the jokes aren't funny enough to work mm-hmm. that way. Yeah, exactly. Because even Ike later on in the movie, Ike has a part with um, Jared Leto, and it's like him and Joker, oh, Greg's and Joker, I'd- and like that's. It's really good, Ike Barinholtz, because he's like got this really nervous, comedic uh, presence about him. Mm-hmm. Like he's trying to play off the fact that he's scared Sless by playing into the comedy aspect of it. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that works really well without all this other failed humor in this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, speaking of the uh, the the air cut, um, there's uh, man, I've got some I've got some real bad editing problems with the the last like ten seconds of this minute. Um, because, okay, so our guys are all standing over a manhole cover. 
that they uncover and then he walks in like under the manhole and he can see mm-hmm. him with his rifle in the in the sight or whatever. Um, and that's all well and good. But then we cut to Killer Croc and then suddenly he's in front of bars mm-hmm. looking out of bars that are in front of him. And then we yeah. cut back to them looking down the manhole. And I don't know what's happening. Like, it feels like two scenes that the trailer house just slapped together. We'll see. We'll see more of that. They do see. Tomorrow, we're going to see some more, like, some footage that just doesn't match up with anything else. And then what's confusing about it, you know, doing it minute by minute, is we're going to question, like, is this continuous or is this a montage? Like, yeah, what? this the killer croc part. Him standing up in front of the bars, I took it as a montage. Like, it's like, oh, okay, that's like you know, just a quick shot. Like, okay, here, let me get you a good it's... picture. Bop, bop, bop. Cool. And like, by itself, it's a good shot. Yeah, like, like by it's, itself, with the neon and like the passing of him. Like that is a cool intro it's shot. A, it's a great montage in a trailer. It doesn't work in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. in a trailer yeah. where you're like killer crocs in this movie and you show him like, you know, hungrily Skulking pacing around in front bars. of bars. Yeah. You see him walking in f- under under a manhole cover like that's cool. But like in a movie, like you need a level of continuity. Like you can't do this. This doesn't this is like uh, this is stuff that you learn like early film school. This is stuff you learn. You can't do this. This sort of thing. It doesn't even takes everybody um, out of it. Yeah, you're right. Um, so, like, going back to the Captain Boomerang little dossier, his neon light sidestep or whatever you call it, that happened in the same bank that he was robbing, right? The Central right. City Bank. Mm-hmm. Like, right. that was still, like, one shot. It was in the same scene, in the same continuous whatever we're viewing it as. Right. This is completely... And I don't... I think this is the only one. It shows... Yeah, no, because Diablo's... Uh, well, no, Diablo just shows him sitting in a dark room and all his neon's going off, so... I mean, I guess right. you can take that for what it is, but this seems so out of place. Yeah, and, with and going back Quinn, to our, our our question about the about the uh, mutant versus uh, skin disease, Croc, why does he have inner inner eyelids? He's got like inner he, eyelids. Yeah, yeah. Like when he's pacing in front of the thing, his he he blinks, and there's side blinks, like a like Men in Black like a, character. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, just uh, I guess it's just the the reptilian trait thing. Um, I guess they 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 gave him the skin disease, which was the mutant crocodile thing. Oh, that's so, so weird. I wonder if the theory is that he'll just eventually turn into that one. Which hey, I'm cool with that. Yeah, this is really cool. cool. It shows in the storyboard. It shows like Croc like swimming and having a knife. And that's that's Killer Croc, in my opinion. Oh yeah, yeah. Like he's that's criminal right there. Like that's the, some good storyboarding yeah, like right there. Animated series, yeah. Criminal Crocodile, oh, yeah. not not Arkham, Double Cross and Bane kind of dude. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I it, his his case is weird, and I don't know. Maybe as of right now, he's the most butchered character. I feel like that's a joke. More most butchered character in this movie so far is is his. And like I said, we'll we'll get into more about him um, in tomorrow's minute. But yeah, it's it's it's, mm-hmm. it's very very interesting the decision that they did as far as editing. I, w- I want to know what like their 
editor. I don't know if anyone's ever spoken to someone from the trailer house. Um, but I want to know what their notes were when they were given this film and they were like, here, edit this movie. And I want to know if they were like, just do A, B, and C and you guys can do whatever. Do you remember if Croc has a southern accent in this movie? It's really, it's a deep voice. I can't remember if there's an accent to it. Yeah. Is there an accent? Yeah, okay. He's, he's, he's got a... I think one of the better voices was when Ron Perlman did it for one of those animated features. Um, and like I think, he, wasn't he the, he was the voice of, wasn't he voice of Croc in the, mm-hmm. in the animated series? Yeah, it was Ron Perlman. Yeah. And yeah. like he threw on that Louisiana accent and it just worked. Oh yeah. So perfect. Yeah. Small details. I'm yep. trying to think now. I know he has like an accent, but I don't know if it's a Bayou accent. The, whenever I like picture Croc in my head or him talking or reading him anything, it's always that Ron Perlman voice. Yep. Always. Yep. Because it is, it's so heavy Louisiana. Mm-hmm. It just makes sense. Dude's a crocodile. Come on. Yeah. Kudos to Ron Perlman. Oh, yeah. And well, well, also, I mean, like, yeah, they kind of, I guess they, you know, butcher this character in this film, but, you know, props to, you know, I think his name's Adewale. Yeah, there you go. If I butchered it, I'm very sorry. Adewale? I, I apologize ten times if I mispronounced that. But, yes. Yeah, good good on you. I'm sorry that, you know, it kind of got butchered, but, you know, hey. We're rolling with it. <laughs> We're rolling with it. And uh, so right now they're about to feed Killer Croc, and, uh, yeah, I think that's I that think is, that is it. That's We're all I have for this one. Well, yeah. He's going to have a big dinner <laughs> later on. So – we're going to wrap up for today. If you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minute. Tell us what you thought about this minute or any minute you're catching up on, including Man of Steel Minute and Dawn of Justice Minute. That's over 400 episodes for you guys to listen to, and it's all for free. But if you do want to support us, we got t-shirts, we got coffee mugs, tpublic.com slash user slash two old media. URLs are weird. But yeah, find us there, and we'll catch you guys tomorrow for minute number 18 of Suicide Squad Minute.